open wide ladies gentlemen gals and pals frows um sorry i've been gone sorry we've been gone hi carly carly hey carly hey carly oh shit carly <laughs> carly's not here carly's not here um she's in la <laughs> uh so if you're wondering Mm, ladies, where have you been? We've missed your beautiful voices speaking into our little tiny ears. Well, it's because life has been a real bitch and also a real joy. Um, and uh, what happens when one of us is gone and we don't have the right equipment to record, uh, I get an idea and I think, hey... I've listened to other podcasts, you know, last podcast on the left, my favorite murder, et cetera, et cetera. And they have mini sods. Um, and I thought, Hey, you know, we pulled this podcast out of our ass. So why not pull a mini sod out of this fat ass? Um, so yeah, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to the first ever mini sod of not like other podcasts or not like other mini sods. You know what? I'm drinking a white claw. And you know who else drinks White Claws? Girls. And you know what? I'm just like other girls, but I'm not like other mini-sodes. Hi. If this is your first podcast listen, uh, you're probably deeply confused. Uh, there's two of us. The banter's better. Uh, the chemistry's there. You think we're going to kiss, but we don't because we're best friends. Um, so, hey, it's kind of a special episode. Um... You know, and being in this closet without my pal, uh, be hitting me a little bit. You know, I think I kind of forget, uh, how much I miss her, uh, until it's late at night and I'm like, wow, I wish Carly was here to <laughs> watch, uh, whose line is it anyway? So this is for you, Carly and for me, uh, let's go baby. So you were wondering, Katie, is this whole episode going to be about you crying? Cause Carly's gone. Surprisingly, no. Um, I could, but no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually have been working on myself. And, of course, like, that's the whole theme of this show, right? Constant self-growth. But, uh, yeah, something kind of wild and scary and fun happened to me recently. Uh, I started a eating disorder recovery program. Um... Which I know, at first, you might be like, oh, yikes. Or you might be like, yay! Um, but it's really good. Uh, and it's it's gonna change me for the better. And I'm really fucking excited. Uh, yeah, so that's something really crazy. And I thought this mini-sode could be focused on 
you know, my recovery uh, so far. And, you know, just to help with maybe you've gone through recovery or you're dealing with eating disorder tendencies or maybe you're just feeling sad or maybe you just want a friend and I'll be your friend because, hey, I'm pretty lonely too, so... Let's be lonely together and let's self-indulge. So you grab your white claw. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. Have you grabbed it? Did you grab a drink? Okay. Cheers, bitch. Clink. Um, yeah, let's be pals for the night. Uh, instead of doing self-destructive habits. <sighs> so recovery. Um, how did I get here? Well, that's a really interesting story. Uh, first of all, of course, trigger warning. Um, I'm going to be talking about ED behaviors, uh, body issues. I'm going to try to keep it as least triggering. Like I'm not going to talk about weight. I'm like weight numbers or calorie numbers, or I'm just going to keep it to me and my story. But just so you know, like every eating disorder is completely different because it's a mental illness and not an aesthetic. Um, so if you listen to this and you think that's different than mine, am I weird? No, not at all. Because eating disorders are a fucking little tiny monster men. So, uh, they're evil for everyone and it's all different. So don't listen to this and think you're doing something wrong or compare yourself to me because this is just my little story and, um, I'm different from you and you're different from me and that's what makes us special. So yeah, eating disorder. Let's talk about it. So, uh, if you've been listening to this podcast, you can tell that I have some body issues. Um, and you know, it's been a rough road. Uh, I remember dieting uh, as a child until like last year. So, you know, 23 years of your life, you're constantly on a diet and you're constantly on a journey to be skinny, but it's nearly impossible for your build. So <laughs> it's like uh, you're setting yourself up for failure. And when you fail, you fail really hard. Um, so yeah, uh, I have... I have a really fucked up view with food and it took me a really long time to accept the fact that I'm sick uh, and that I do need help and just because I don't fit the narrative that the media tells us about eating disorders doesn't mean I don't deserve treatment. It doesn't mean you don't deserve treatment. Um, because, you know, in this program I've met so many people, all sizes, all shapes, all stories, um, and, and it is such a lovely and safe space. And, um, today we all were like, yeah, I didn't think I was sick enough until I was sent here. So, you know, you're competing against an imaginary person that is trying to die and you don't want to die. So don't do that. Anyway, um, low self-esteem, whole life, uh, searching for self-love and men and men and oh men and you know that led me down to hypersexualize myself and objectify myself and lead me to never feeling the empty hole in my chest which led me to binging to restricting to purging um and what happened was a couple of months ago probably like january uh the tendency started to get really bad to where i would be binging like probably four nights a week and then also it would lead to purging um and that was really scary because I don't think I've ever felt that out of control like I could do it while people were in the house uh like it was getting easier um 
and that was scaring me because the last thing you want is for eating disorder to feel easy um, because it made me feel like complete and utter shit like complete and utter shit um, and during it I was in a relationship that wasn't fulfilling my needs uh, so then it was kind of it was kind of like what's it called like like uh confirming my ED thoughts because I wasn't getting fulfilled intimacy wise or uh emotionally wise with the relationship so I was like see look at you are a fat piece of shit because this person doesn't love you even though like no one signed up for that Katie like <laughs> no one signed up for your ED rodeo um so yeah so I was struggling with purging and not being able to stop binging and then I started a new medication an ADHD medication uh and the side effect was no appetite and when you have <laughs> when you have really bad thoughts about yourself you don't mind the no appetite so at first it was kind of fun like it kind of felt like I won a prize like yeah, I finally got the ED that makes you skinny and people are going to love me. And, uh, no, that is the exact opposite. I, if you believe that, if you heard me say that my ADHD medication suppressed my appetite and you went, Ooh, I should get on that. No, no, no. I, 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 I have never felt more like shit. Never felt more not like myself. Never felt more like I was out of control and wanting to die than when I was not eating. Um, because... I started restricting. I'm not eating enough. I'm not getting enough nutrients to my brain. I'm stopping trying to take my medication. So I'm not eating. I'm not taking my meds correctly. I'm drinking. I'm in this unstable relationship. And it is just a spiral of shit for a couple months. Uh, and it actually... I don't think I ever talked about this. Um, trigger warning. Suicidal ideations. A um, couple months ago, I ended up in the ER uh, because I was so scared that I was going to hurt myself, uh, and I, I didn't know what to do. Uh, so Carly, being the most lovely person I've ever met in my life and the most supportive person I've ever met, um, put me, I put my little ass in an Uber and went with me to the ER and sat with there with me while I just cried and I cried and I talked to a bunch of professionals and it was actually really nice. So like, just so you know, don't ever feel like you're going to burden someone by asking them for help because your life is worth more than you feeling like a burden. Like you, you deserve help. Um, hit me up. I'll help you. I mean, I won't save you, but I can fucking help you. Uh, call the hotline. Uh, go to the fucking ER. Look at the nurse, the awkward nurse who has a family and probably tuna for dinner and go, Hey, Nurse Carol, I want to kill myself. And guess what? Nurse Carol's going to take care of you. And you're going to get the help you deserve, even if it's weird and uncomfortable and you feel like you don't deserve it, you do. Um, this is coming from me. Anyway, so this happened, right? that was an uh-oh. So I started, um, talking to my therapist and him being like, Hey, your, your eating disorder is like, I, I'm not trained to help you. You should go look for a certain, uh, recovery program. And I was like, ah, fuck you, dude. Like, oh, 
you, you, you don't want me to fucking die from an eating disorder. That's real fucking fancy, mate. Uh, but he was right. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, as I was waiting to join a program, my eating disorder just got worse and my self-love just got worse and the relationship I was in just got worse and it just was bad until I wondered if I was a good person or not. Um, and a couple days before this program called me, I had another really bad night where, uh, I felt like a bad person and I felt like I deserved to die. And I was walking down the streets, um, drunk, alone, crying, wondering what the fuck do I do? Um, and when you get into a black and white mindset, it's, it, it just felt like I either kill myself right now or I get help. Like it, it, it felt like there was no other option. Um, and I got help. Uh, yeah. So let's talk about the help. Thank you for sticking with me on the kind of sad, poopy, puppy vibes. Um, I know kind of rough, but that's life, baby. Okay, sorry. I'll stop using comedy as a coping mechanism and a defense mechanism. Um, so recovery. Let's talk about it. What is it? So I'm in a program that goes Monday through Friday, um, and it's six hours a day. So I'm basically in a full-time job of uh, therapy, uh, and it's intense and tiring and sometimes hard, but it's really good. Um, I'll talk, I'll try to take, like, break it down. So basically I have my own therapist. I have my own dietitian. I have a medical person. I have, um, a psychiatrist, uh, like a whole little team of people who are here to help me because right now I can't really help myself. Um, so that's super rad, right? Great thing. Uh, and then also we eat meals together. So we eat lunch together, we eat snack, and we eat dinner together. Uh, and the first couple meals, I'm going to be honest, real awkward. I don't know if you've ever sat on Zoom and just silently sat there and watched six people eat together. Uh, was awkward, but it is really good. It is really good. Like, I think with the pandemic... Uh, it's just, it, we got so isolated and I feel like that brought up a lot of my binging habits of hiding away and only feeling like I could eat if I was hidden. Um, but like being present with people and listening and listening to your body and mindfully eating and mechanically eating and, and just tasting the food and feeling normal <laughs> around food is really great. So if, right now, like if you're struggling with eating, Go up to your roommate or your mom, and this might be really scary, or, you know, your partner, and be like, hey, can we eat at least one meal uh, together a day? Because I'm having a hard time, and they love you, so they're going to be like, hell yeah, buddy, I'll even make you lasagna. And you'll be like, yeah, I love lasagna. So yeah, try that out. Um, Hit me up. I'll Zoom you, and I'll eat a fucking meal with you. Let's go. It's helping me a lot. Um... So besides eating, we have uh, different classes. We have a nutrition class, 
where I learned more than half of your fucking intake should be carbs. So eat carbs, people, because we've been lied to. <laughs> Dude, I I was so mad. I the, So out of carbs and out of protein and fats, what we should be eating the least of is protein. Like, obviously, you still need protein, right? But, like, we did a pie graft, and the pie slice was the smallest slice. But yet, as a society, we idolize protein. Insane. And guess what? You know what You know what feeds off of carbs? Your brain. So when you don't eat carbs, you are not feeding your fucking brain. That's why you can't think when you don't eat. Like, like the diet, diet culture is profiting off of killing our brain cells and killing young people and and morphing their fucking brains into only wanting to be skinny and 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 perfect and it's just fucked up um thank you for coming to my ted talk (laughs) but yeah so nutrition we do yoga which is really fun um we have an art therapy class where sometimes we write poems, we get prompts, sometimes we draw pictures. Uh, we do all of that. Uh, we do skills class. So we'll talk about like problem behaviors that we have um, and how we can rethink it. So like a problem behavior I have is uh, say someone's not responding to my text. It's uh, I have an impulse to text them more and try to figure out what they want me to say so I can get a response from them. So it's, it's something I'm not proud of and it's something that I'm constantly working on to this fucking day. Um, but you know, we get, we get set skills and acronyms and tools to in the moment be like, how can I handle this better? Uh, how can I not just react, um, and lose control because, you know, eating disorder is all about control, right? And when we lose it, we want to gain control back by abusing eating habits. So, yeah. So, there's skill goals. There's We have a class. We have a, a session where we just sit and we process the week and people can talk about whatever they want. Um, we have uh, classes where we, we meal plan and we meal prep for the week. You know, it's, it's, like, it's almost like summer camp for eating disorders. Um, in the most special way, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really good. It's been really good. Uh, I've, it's, tomorrow's going to be, I think three weeks, uh, which is crazy. Like three whole weeks of trying to get it together. Um, Yeah. really scary but it's also like the best I've ever felt in probably a year honestly um like I still have my relapses and I still have you know eating habits that pop up but overall I'm feeling a lot more like myself um and that's really rewarding. Uh, yeah. It's really rewarding when you choose life instead of death. And I know 
maybe that's hard to understand or like hard to think that's true because you get so stuck in your self-annihilated ways that you think I don't deserve good things and I deserve bad things and I'm going to ruin everything so I'm just going to ruin it now but you you aren't going to do that um and you aren't designed to do that because no one's designed to do that you know no one's designed to ruin anything no one's designed to be used um we're just people and we're gonna disappoint people and we're gonna let people down and we're gonna let ourselves down and we're gonna get our fucking fat asses up shake our asses and continue um even if you feel like you can't right now um I've been there and I know it's scary and I know it feels like forever and ever and ever and ever and just because some bitch on a podcast tells you it's not won't really help you but it's 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 fucking not um there's so much more for you to fucking consume and devour and change and grow and 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 love and love your fucking self This is going to be a little mini episode, so I I won't banter on too much longer, uh, but, uh, I just wanted to track my recovery process with you because, um, it's getting better, uh, and I hope it's getting better for you, uh, and I think something I'm really taking away from this program is how much I need to love myself um, because I keep hoping and praying that I'm gonna find someone and they're gonna love me so much that I'm not gonna need to love myself you know like they're gonna be so full of love for me that it's just gonna fill me up um, and yet I keep trying to date emotionally unavailable men so that's a self-destructive habit. Clock it. <laughs> Can't build homes and no one's there. Can't knock it. No one's going to answer the door. Stop knocking. Uh, yeah. Because honestly, right now, I feel really alone. I feel really alone in this. Uh, and I'm not. I'm not 100%. But, you know, sometimes you are alone. Just physically. Uh but that doesn't make you alone or lonely. Like you can be full by yourself. Um, and I think I, I think I have to realize that maybe people aren't going to fight for me, you know, just because I fight for them doesn't mean they're going to fight for me. And that doesn't make me unlovable or stupid or ugly or you know, all these fucked up things I tell myself, it's just like, they're just, they don't want to do it. And I got to fight for myself. You know, I got to fight for myself because no one else is going to do it for me. And it's going to be tiring and exhausting and it's gonna feel like you are punching the same fucking wall over and over and over again and one day that wall's gonna fucking fall though and you're gonna be so much stronger and better for it 
and you're gonna have grown you're gonna have grown a ton and you're gonna look back and realize all the people you begged to fight for you are still back there and you've passed that fucking wall um so that's my recovery for the day um You deserve to eat. You deserve to feel your body. You deserve to be confident in yourself and to love yourself and and think you're great. And you deserve love. Um, And I'm proud of you. And I'm proud of myself. Um, Because this has been a really hard couple of weeks. Uh, Really hard. Um, but baby, am I growing like the prettiest flower you ever seen? <laughs> also, shout out to fucking Bo Burnham for dropping the fucking, ah, the most fucking beautiful, artistic, visceral, poignant, musically gifted colors aesthetic hot man i want to kiss he's six five i want to kiss i want to kiss bo burnham thank you for fucking pulling your heart out and letting us all stare at it all these fucking strangers all these fucking strangers and he's putting his whole ass heart on the floor because you are so inspiring sir and if you haven't seen bo burnham's new special uh, if you're listening to this podcast you probably have seen it but if you have not watched inside um, because it not only has helped me with my recovery, but also as an artist. Um, so this is for you. Cheers. Do something nice for yourself. Do something nice for me. <laughs> Do something nice for Bo fucking Burnham. <laughs>